Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I read a Facebook post today that sort of dragged me into a bad place. It was all about people who have left Christianity and Catholicism, who have decided that there is no God, that critical thinking brought them to a place of the real world, that they're walking away, and these were people who were in ministry, who were out there writing books, trying to save souls, and then after 30 years are getting divorces or have apologized to, you know, LGBTQ people and said, I'm so sorry for all of the things that I wrote. It rocked me. I sat back, I felt kind of sick to my stomach, and I thought, Satan is just working overtime out there. The world as it stands right now is in a state of chaos, and it can rock someone's faith, I'm sure, wondering, God, what are you doing? Maybe you're not at a place in your faith where you truly believe that God brings good out of everything. Maybe you're not at a place in your faith walk that you trust that God has a plan. Or maybe you're not at a place in your faith walk where you've got the patience to wait and to endure and to fight the daily fight every single day and win the long marathon race. I get it. I was just praying the other day about the fact that I am running out of patience, Lord. (laughs) And you've got to give me the grace every single day to pull myself back into your daily moments, to not fast forward and think about the future, to not want to rush things according to my plans and my time. All of us right now want this stuff to be over. But it's playing out for a reason. Maybe God is trying to wake some people up out there who aren't quite awakened yet. He's doing all of this probably to pull him back to his heart. He doesn't wish anyone to perish and he doesn't want Satan to be pulling people down into hell. But these times, quarantine, fear of the pandemic and illness, the stuff that's going on with the riots, this whole Black Lives Matter stuff. Look, I 
believe every single person on this earth deserves to be here. I could care less what your color is, what your hair looks like, what the color of your eyes are, what you do for a living, and what part of the world you live in. We are all God's children. We are all supposed to be here for a reason and a purpose. And nobody is better than another. We all need to respect each other's lives. We need to expect respect lives of the unborn, lives of the elderly. And I know as you look at the world, even with the COVID, you're starting to see, wait a minute, these governors and these mayors were shoving people into funeral, not funeral homes, sorry. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, they were killing people and they were eventually going into funeral homes, but they were putting people into the nursing homes, probably trying to increase the COVID numbers. This is some of the stuff that's coming out. And of course, we have abortion and all of that. So I'm just trying to say that inherent evil is truly permeating the earth and has for quite some time. But it's starting to show its face. And I wonder if that's what God is really trying to do here. To open the eyes of those who are walking in the darkness, who don't see the evil around them, who think that evil is good. I know that is easy to do because I lived that way for a vast majority of my life. I can't believe. Sometimes I look back, I think, wow, <laughs> God has done so much in my life in terms of opening my eyes and giving me a whole new pair to look at the world through, through his eyes, through love and kindness and charity, through prayer and faith, meaning trusting that he's got a plan. And I've even had some tough discussions with him. I've had to apologize for just kind of going at him saying, dude, you know, it'd be really nice if you can fix this <laughs> like now. But perhaps this is where I'm being asked to grow, right? I don't have my husband on the journey or back at mass with me. My children are not that way. My, my extended family, my mom's back. But at the end of it all, this is probably my opportunity to grow in trust and faith. I've given him my entire family. I should let go and let God do his work at his time. I've given them to Mary. <laughs> Mary, you're the one that's saved me so many times. But when, right? We're all wanting this to happen now. So I want to say I don't want any of you to give up. This is a daily battle. We call it a battle because it's not easy and we should know all of our resources and trust and rely on God and do our best to take the fear, the anxiety and the worry, the frustration, the anger, you know, the moments of the day where you're just kind of like so fed up, you just throw your hands up like, are you kidding me? This is the world and my own family life that I'm living in right now. It's an opportunity for us to go deeper in our relationship with God. It's not an opportunity for us to say there is no God. God, since you're not answering my prayers in my way and my time, I'm done with you. Critical thinking 
oh my goodness, I've been doing some real critical thinking around politics and policies and what's going on in the world and discerning the evil versus the good. And it has been eye-opening, but yet at the same time, sometimes pulls me in to that world of frustration, anger, and then I get impatient with God. Like, God, come on, when are you going to fix this? I have a feeling we're probably going to see it get worse before it gets better. You know, like when you're detoxing from a drug addiction, it gets worse before it gets better, but it gets better. We just have to trust that God's got a plan. And a lot of the times we have no idea what it is as we are in the middle of it. And that's okay. It's this wonderful humility and letting it go. It's not something that we do easily. It's a struggle to let go of control. It's a struggle to think that you, on your own, cannot single-handedly make people around you understand the true reality of life, the true reality of heaven and hell, evil and good, and open their eyes for them. That's God's job, right? What we have to do is what we can control. And that is how much time we pray, how much time we offer God throughout the day, those moments when we're about ready to lose it, (laughs) right? Like, oh my gosh, God, I don't even know what to do here. I'm giving it up to you. For us to pull out those weapons and slay the dragon, slay those feelings of fear, anxiety, and worry the minute that they come up. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit of fear. And I command your sorry little butt to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence and to never come back again. And then to cry out to God, Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, please pour out your blessings on me. Give me that patience. Give me that trust just that I need for today. Help me live in this day with you. When I live tomorrow, I get anxious. When I think about a month from now, I get worried. When I think about where are my children and my family and my spouse and my friends are going to be in a year from now, I get panicked. When I fear and I get worried about my job and my finances and what's going to happen, I start to tremble. Lord, help me. Give me the grace to pull myself back into today, to take my hand and hold it out, to hold yours, to feel the spirit within me. Lead me today in your will, Mary. I call out to you, mother, 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 mommy, 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 like a two-year-old pulling at your blue mantle every moment of the day, crying out because I need you. I'm a child. I don't know what to do. Help lead me to your son. Help lead me to a faithful life. 
help me be humble. Help me let go of the control I want to have over myself and all of the people around me. Help me answer your request to pray and repent for the sinners of this world, to fast because I know that that's what I can do and that's what you've asked me to do and that's what I haven't done. Please remind me to carve out some time to pray for this world and for all of the sinners and not to be angry, not to hate my enemies, but to pray them to conversion for their eyes to be opened and to have that patience that you had through all of your trials. And as you look at all of your children, the patience of the mother of God, I ask for your blessing. I ask for you to take all these petitions to your son. And I wait patiently in your love today. Come Holy Spirit. Come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Let's take a deep breath. Let's rest in God. Let's never walk away from the faith. Do not believe the lies. Do not become lazy. Do not be slothful. One day leads to another day. Leads to another day. And all of a sudden, it becomes normal that you aren't praying and that you are living in the world. Don't take those slippery steps. You will fall and it's going to be harder to get up every single time. I've heard it said that when I don't pray one day, I feel it. When I don't pray and keep God the center of my life the second day, those around me feel it. And when I do that once again on the third day, the whole world feels it. It's a daily commitment. It's a daily battle. Pull out every weapon. Whip out those sacramentals. Get your house blessed. Take that holy water yourself if you have some in your house and go walk around praying and sprinkling every room. Get some blessed exercise salt and put it around the perimeter of your house while you pray the exorcism prayers. You can find those online. Pray the rosary every day. Pray, take a decade and commit it to the reparation of sinners. Honestly, keep a rosary or a crucifix with you, on you at all times. I bless myself with exercise holy water multiple times a day. Use blessed exercised oil in your cooking and salt in your cooking. Use it in your family's cooking. <laughs> Every time I pull out the salt to use, I, you know, as I'm sprinkling it on my family's food, I say, Lord, please bless them and get any evil out of them. We have so many beautiful weapons that slay the dragon, slay any evil around us. So let's use them and let's run back into the love of God. This is all about 
love. It's not all about evil. It's about us loving God, wanting to make God happy, and walking away from evil, evil temptations. And just remember one more thing, that sin itself is going to kill you. Literally, figuratively, spiritually, it's not worth it. Sin is so horrific to your soul. It's not just, oh, well, I'll do this and I'll go to confession. No, it's a big deal. Consider that, pray on that, and ask the Lord to help give you the grace, because he will. He may not take that problem out of your life. Let's talk about St. Paul, right? With the thorn in his flesh. Lord, please take this away from me, he asked three times. And God said, you know what? I've given you enough grace to deal with this. My grace is sufficient for you. And I'm sure that that was a moment of sanctification. Paul, you're going to be holier if I continue to keep this thing in front of you, this thorn in your flesh, whatever it is. But you will fight it. I'll give you enough grace to walk away from this temptation. And he fought the long fight. I don't think any of us are getting beaten up and thrown into jail. Let's, let's pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and be warriors for this faith, for Mary, for Jesus, everything that he has done for us. Let's not cop out, whimper away, be lazy, slothful. Let's fight the good fight every day with love, with charity, and just watch that spirit stir up in you. Watch you become this joyful, loving, Jesus-bearing person to the world. And knowing that evil's got nothing on you. Why? Because you got Jesus. <laughs> you got Jesus in you. You've got Jesus around you. You've got Jesus' name and your faith that just shakes the living daylights out of the minions of evil prowling around you, pretty soon they're going to be like, you know what? You're a waste of my time. I'm going to go find somebody else. And that's when and why we need to keep praying for others and the reparation of other sinners. Because I'm telling you, those people who prayed for the sinners of the world prayed me back. Have hope. I think we kind of blow at hope. You know, we forget that there's hope. <laughs> Every rosary, we pray for more faith, hope, and charity. And I think a lot of people don't rest in the fact that there is hope, that there's, there's something that we should be striving toward for our family. And, that, you know, there's hope in the love of God, hope in God's mercy. And we have to have faith and trust that he's, he's not going to leave us. He wants to bring those around us to God as well. He doesn't want to torture us. I was looking at it the other day that, well, maybe this is my reparation, my penance for all the stuff that I did for 42, 43, 44 years of my life. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. If it's what I have to put up with, because I can, I know how to do this. I've even asked, Lord, can you please give me some of the stress from my husband who's working his tail off? and probably feels all alone, maybe even resents me for not working. I mean, yeah, I'm working, but I'm not making any money at this. 
And I think he's probably getting pretty resentful. He doesn't understand. So I'm, I'm just saying, my life ain't perfect, y'all. But every single day, if I don't start it with God and continue to wrap God around me, the world can get the best of me. And then I become a mess. And I am not that loving, caring, kind person when he walks in the door. And then that just perpetuates and perpetuates and it makes it not so good, right? It doesn't get any better. But it does when you stop, you kick that feeling, that emotion to the curb, and you start mastering your moments with God, mastering your mind, capturing every thought, and calling on the Lord for his joy to be poured out in you and hope that this world will be on the other side of this mess soon. When that is, we don't know. Don't think about it. Think about today. How can I be a better person today to, do, to those around me so that I can be that light and that hope for them? Keep praying. I will keep you in my prayers. I love you all. Go be the light and do not fall away. Don't give up. Your soul depends on it. Eternal hell or eternal bliss. Remember, this life we're leading is but a blink in comparison to eternity. So let's suffer with joy. Let's suffer with God. And let's ask Mary to wrap us in her mantle and take care of us. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.